Hey everybody, I'm Rima. And I'm Jason. And this is Strange Indeed Bake Off Edition, a podcast dedicated to the Great British Baking Show. This week we're covering Collection 8, Episode 10, The Finals! it's happy and sad yeah exactly totally is so emotional you know i love this uh the final episode i'd kind of forgotten but it always has a different feel to it Mm -hmm. you know it's i mean not it's the finals but it's also because there's three of them so you know one's going to be a winner and the other two aren't it's not the same it's not the same pattern. I mean, the show is so patterned and regimented that when you have something a little different, it feels a lot different. And also, mm-hmm. usually we get to see the other bakers come back and their families. And they did manage to kind of capture that feel because of all the crew, which was really cool. But um, it was uh, yeah, it was sad not to see the other bakers come back. I know. That was always one of the best parts of the finals is when they all get to come back. And they have like a little mini reunion and to talk about them and, um, you know, who they thought was going to win. win Yeah. Yeah. And then they they get to cheer them on and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And they get to um, just relax and get fed. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's no pressure for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, if early on, if you'd forced me to guess which three contestants would make it to the finale. I don't, I wouldn't have guessed uh, Dave or Laura. I definitely would have guessed Peter. I looked back on my notes from episode one. I was thinking Peter, Sura, Lottie, and Rowan, I, I put down. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've talked was, about Peter really... quite a bit throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he was clearly pretty good, you mm-hmm. know, like, his designs, his his attention to detail. I mean, the look was always, almost always really good and, and just the meticulousness. But sometimes his flavors weren't the greatest, but sometimes they were. So he, except for that one bad week he had, I just thought he's clearly one of the better ones. And aside from him, there were so even this season, more than any other season. And even Paul said it at the end, you know, it's this is the closest to a draw we've ever had. So that was what made this season really interesting was that um, it was so even. Yeah. It, at least between those two. Um, I think. You but I mean, the whole gonna... time, you know, we had the first time we've ever had seven episodes go by with seven different star bakers, you know? And Oh, like, I thought you were talking about just the finals. Um, no, no. I mean, the but, whole season. Yeah. That's what made it okay. interesting yeah. is just how close a lot of them were and how mm-hmm. up and down it was. And it, it was just hard to pick out. Like we, I, I kind of gave up on trying to predict what was going to happen because <laughs> they, they were so close. I think maybe we, we would have done better at that. And I mean, you I think you did better than I did, but we would have done better at that in other seasons where it was a little more clear who some of the ones that weren't so great were and who some of the ones that were better were. Yeah. I feel like, you're right past seasons you could definitely kind of tell the the eh, there was usually about two three maybe four but then as you started getting um you know each each week and people were leaving there were definitely some that really stood out a little bit more than others and this and this one was tough because a lot of great bakers went home when you didn't think they were going to Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, Lottie, Ermine, uh, Sarah. I mean, crap. And, and ev- everybody had like, like I, when they showed scenes from previous episodes at the beginning of this final, and it reminded me of that uh, when they had to do that domed bread thing and how great Laura's was. You know, mm-hmm. it was like amazing. And yeah. uh, you looked at uh, Dave's, well, just the fact that he's one of the most improved bakers. They keep talking about that. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that one jelly cake that he did. I know you weren't as impressed with it, but he's had some really good stuff too. It It's it's impressive because it certainly takes skill to do it. Um, I just, as far as all of the ones that I was presented with, it wasn't one of my favorites or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And the flavors yeah, too, but, it. um, but yeah, um, it, it, it was impressive. I mean, it's takes some skill for sure. And I don't, I don't take anything away from him, uh, on that. And clearly Paul and Prue loved it. And that's what matters. I'm not judging. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter but what he's I think. Just, he was sort of under the radar for me because mm-hmm. a, he was kind of, stiff at the beginning and seemed kind of like I think it was because he was shy but it made it seem like he was a little standoffish or something so I didn't warm up to him as much and his cooking wasn't that exciting at first but as time went on he got better and better and that was that was really cool yeah and he definitely had a couple of of bakes you know and he'd present that did kind of stand out he he kind of yeah. flew under the radar and then he'd come up with like one and you're like <laughs> oh well that's interesting or that's right. kind of innovative or creative and you know his flavors and stuff that he put together and then he kind of you know kind of go back down again a little not go down as far as like his rankings he still he always did really well but like he kind of go back under the radar a little yeah. bit where he just kind of hung in there yeah i don't know if he had like Another hallmark of this season was otherwise great bakers would have a bad week and that would sometimes get them kicked out. Like Sura, I still think she's one of the better bakers, but Mm -hmm. she just had that bad week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think, I don't remember Dave ever having a bad week like that. Even Peter did a couple weeks ago and he almost lost. I could have seen him going home just like Sura did or Mark just because of that one or Lottie, you know, just because of that one bad week. Yeah. Because that's, he that's got lucky. He, he did. Peter got really lucky. And <laughs> Dave, I don't remember Dave having any disasters like some of them did. Um, yeah. I don't. And, and where you thought they were going to kick off. There's I don't so remember. There's so many things, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to remember. And yeah. Laura, she was just struggling the whole time, but she kind of, oh, somebody else always did worse. But even this episode, it's so funny how every episode you see her pouring something into something else and only half of it gets in there. (laughs) (laughs) This is melting. This hasn't set. This is falling apart. This falls over. Oh, my gosh. But But I I relate to her so much, though. I mean, it's, oh, gosh. Just when Paul yeah. was telling her you need to keep your area clean, I'm like, shut up, dude. It just I let know. her do it the way she does it. <laughs> like she's fine. Yeah. Oh, it's okay yeah, to be a messy matter. baker. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, all that matters is the finished product. Yeah, I mean, my I know my workspace is typically pretty messy, and I also have it all over me. You know, yesterday was just Thanksgiving. We were just talking about that, and <laughs> right. of course, I did some baking and cooking and. I um, ended up with, I was wearing a decent shirt, you know, nothing really nice. And I don't have an apron. I really need to invest in an apron, especially me because I am messy. And I had, I don't know, I was opening something up and it just went flying all over me as I'm trying to cook and bake. And I usually end up with like flour dusted on me and on my face and in my hair. And <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'll leave her alone. 
She's made it this yeah. far with a messy workstation. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's not important. Just worry about what is presented in front of you. I mean, if yeah. it's it's so bad that it's like spilling over into other people's workstations, then I could see you saying something. But otherwise, eh. Right. <laughs> okay, so should we talk about the bakes for, for yeah. finals? They, they didn't have any kind of a theme. They just called it the finals. So I wasn't sure what to expect or what exactly they were going to do. Um, but for their signature, they had to do custard slices. I have never seen or had a custard slice. Have you? No. I mean, the interesting thing about these, yeah, it was so simple, um, mm -hmm. was that it needed to be, I mean, I've had custard and it's kind of like, almost like jello pudding, you know, the creamy kind here, uh, but we also just have custard here, but, uh, it had to be set enough that when you cut through it, the top layer of pastry, it would hold, but it still had to be, you know, creamy and silky and not stodgy as they say. Right. So that was, I guess the most interesting thing to me about this, but, um, no, I've never seen one of these and they looked good except for Loris, <laughs> which is like cheese whiz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I like cheese whiz, but, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Hers was a little messy. I guess. I guess the it didn't set. She yeah. She put it didn't too set, much and in that's, it. That's been kind of her problem for a lot of her bakes. Is it hasn't set, or her ice cream didn't set, melting, wasn't frozen, yeah. and melting. this time it wasn't the heat. I mean, it was funny because when Noel was doing his voiceover and he was saying, like, the more liquids they add to their custard the less chance it has to set the mm -hmm. camera was focusing on laura pouring a ton of Just liquid in so it was like foreshadowing drowning her. yeah drowning <laughs> that custard in her uh, yuzu uh flavoring and her, i think lime juice she also used that too and i was like oh no i was like yeah and when they said that i was like i feel like this is what her downfall is going to be in this one and then at the end when they showed them all three lifting their custards out to see if it had set and peters and dave's had and then it was her turn it was like nope yeah i was gonna say they did say it had good flavor it was messy and and yes. they, they do try to judge She's it at least on yeah her flavors flavor. are usually pretty spot on so she at least had that going yeah. for her even though they were completely messy but you have to be perfect so she's definitely going to lose points because they weren't you know pretty um to look at yeah. so it's unfortunate yeah i think her downfall is She's got good flavor, but her stuff melts sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she just um, runs out of time. Yuzu, have you, I've never even heard of that. I, I haven't either. I, I thought I heard, um, and I couldn't remember because there's been so many bakes and we've talked about so many episodes. I thought I heard another baker use it in one of their bakes as well, but mm. I don't know what it is. I looked it up. It's a citrus fruit, East Asian. It looks like a small grapefruit. It's not usually eaten as a fruit but it's used in cooking so mm. just another citrusy thing i don't i couldn't find any description of what kind of citrus fruit it tastes like but interesting tastes like yuzu and <laughs> she yeah and she was going to make them vertical you know sideways which i feel i was thinking well that kind of is cheating a little bit because the idea is like i said you need to be able to cut through the top pastry without the whole thing crumbling but by the time it was done, she didn't even do that. Mm -mm. No, it wasn't good. She nope. did not do well uh, on this Bruce one. Bruce said, you've had a bad morning, but it tastes delicious. 
Yeah, it was so bad. I felt so bad for her, too. I mean, I know we've seen it, con- you know, fairly consistent with Laura throughout the, the season that, you know, she's struggled with, you know, getting things to set, whether it's like a custard or ice cream or whatever it is. Anything that needed to be cold and set, she she kind of struggled yeah. with. Even um, this time with the technical, the chocolate thing. Yeah, again. So but it, it was really just so sad to see, you know, she's like, I'm so embarrassed to serve this. And she got really upset and she started to cry and stuck her head in the freezer. And Dave comes <laughs> over and was like, are you OK? And I thought that was sweet. And then I really loved when Noel comes over and tries to comfort her. And he's like, you know, giving her that little pep talk about about, you know, um, Bjorn Borg, the tennis player, and, you know, trying to help, you know, just like, don't, you know, let this one go, move on to the next, yeah. and just forget it. And um, That is, like, I've experienced that in tennis, where I'll lose a few points, and I'll be get all down on myself, and then I'll be like, no, 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 don't think about it, just pretend you're just starting right now, you know, just think about the next thing. But it's hard to do. Yeah, it is, it is. And I, I mean, I think she really you know struggled to kind of she forget where best. she was yeah, she did give it her best but I, th- I think when she moved into the technical uh and even in the showstopper she was she said that she was going to just try to move on and look forward and you know do her best but I, I still feel like she got disheartened because then in the well I don't want to jump forward in the te- technical but it kind of just her attitude she just kind of yeah you know didn't really seem that peppy even though she kept saying she was you know I think she yeah she came into the showstopper which is the next day, as we know, mm-hmm. a little, a little m- more reset, and she did a pretty good job. But yeah, I don't want to skip ahead. So yeah, <laughs> what about the other ones here, the custards? So, Dave's. Um, I, I feel like this is probably one that you would have really liked because of the the uh, he he had this caramel latte, so he had like a coffee flavored kind yeah. of um, custard <laughs> with, um, it did look really good uh and I, I thought it was kind of interesting to have that mixture of the this coffee flavored but with the car um the, the caramel too uh, i mm. i think that one would have been hazelnut. one i would love to try and paul's like caramel again <laughs> yeah well he was yeah last <laughs> week derek and i was talking about that like what is going on with dave's caramel it just it was like crystallizing yeah. and turning into a mess and but this time <laughs> kept it, trying it over and over well that yeah. was the thing this week like this fed right into a showstopper which i thought was awesome where he's trying things that he hasn't done a good job of but mm-hmm. just to show them look i'm learning and it fits with him being supposedly most improved yeah and his, um, his you little... mentioned derek i i wanted mm-hmm. to mention uh, i forgot to at the top but thanks to derek for filling in last week that was super fun to listen in as a fan and i really enjoyed it Oh, good. Yeah. Um, Derek, Derek was great. He was very well informed um, and it was awesome to have him on. So, yeah. Thanks again, Derek. Um, but yeah, you know, he tried his little caramel like stick balls. I don't really know what the heck those things are called. They're like sticks of caramel. Spikes. Yeah. yeah. A little ball on the end. And he was going to have those and they actually turned out really well. But I think just because it was it was hot in the tent, we again had another hot day. Um, and then I think his his bake must have still been a little bit hot because when he tried to put it on there he's like oh that's still too hot and he was smart to go ahead and leave it off because i mean it was probably going to melt his nice glaze that he had on top so he just did a nice little like wobbly kind of string you know lines of um flavor on there which i thought you know were really pretty and ended up working for he him he said he intended them to be wobbly but i think he was lying. <laughs> i think he was fibbing <laughs> a little bit <laughs> they yeah. laughed but yeah, I mean, they, I liked how Paul cut into that. He like tapped it a couple of times on mm-hmm. top and then cut through and 
Pruce as well. That stood up to that. But yeah, they liked it. I mean, I I don't think they had anything bad. Well, Paul said it was it's a little stodgy, but Prue's like, well, not stodgy, stodgy. She really liked it. So mm-hmm. I think those turned out really well for him. Yeah, they did like the flavors, so he had that going for him. Um, not mm-hmm. not quite stodgy, but yeah, they really liked his flavors, and it was really pretty. Um, and in his set, and yes, it, it looked, looked really good. So, and then Peter, Peter's looked professional. Really? Yeah, strangely enough, even though I'm usually the chocolate coffee caramel person. I, li- I liked his better. I, I wanted to try those the most. I mean, mm-hmm. if I was in a restaurant, I would take a slice of both <laughs> but because um, they both look great. But these looked really good. You would hope the person that you're with got one flavor, you get the other, and then you each like cut it you and could keep try. each other's in half yeah. and, and split. But the way the um, raspberries were set in there mm. looked so good. And he 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 tried something new he when he said i've got 75 mils of whiskey going into my creme pad i'm like that a boy yes <laughs> booze it up man yeah you cannot Which go wrong cool. yeah, yeah so he had this yummy whiskey custard with the raspberries uh in, in the middle there and then that raspberry mm-hmm. custard on top and they had this yummy looking toasted oatmeal topping mm-hmm. oh my word is that what you was that your favorite of yeah. the three yeah totally i mean or i was laura's just kidding. No, I mean I would try hers. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, I would, but you know, I'd for the the too. flavor alone, I would definitely try it, even though it was messy. But as far as the looks and then the the flavors that interested me the most, it was Peter's. I thought his were the, were the prettiest and, and more professional looking. And they they liked his pastry. They said you could see the layers. They said the um, oat oat topping there was really delicious and had like a caramelized kind of um, texture and kind of crust. Uh, the custard was really good, and the flavors were beautiful. And so, yeah, that, that would have been I, my favorite. I have a note here, a little thick. I, I think that was talking about the custard, not the pastry. I don't know for sure. I think it was the custard, mm-hmm. in which case um, it's almost similar to Dave's, where they liked everything about it except maybe the custard's a little too thick. Yeah, so they it, were pretty even, I feel like, in their judge's assessment of these two guys. The two guys, for sure. They, they were... Mm-hmm very close at this point and they seem to be at and, that point yeah i mean i i really wanted peter to win and so i was watching like rooting for him even though i would have been okay with anybody winning he was the one i really wanted to win so <laughs> at this point i'm like okay it's between dave and peter at this point and it's really close that's how it's feeling mm-hmm. yeah i think that once they kind of finished off with the signature, you, you kind of knew who's usually. I mean, they they could have totally failed um, the technical or the showstopper. So then it could have put Laura back in the running. But it, it kind of felt like, yeah. yeah, this is definitely Dave and, and Peter are definitely the ones to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like unless something goes really wrong with either one of these guys and Laura knocks it out of the park by the end of the technical anyway, then... I don't think she's going to make it. And, you know, I I will jump ahead a little bit here. Her showstopper, I think she got the flavors down better than either one of these two guys. Mm -hmm. Paul and Prue didn't have anything to complain about her flavors. It was more the look. The look, Um, yeah. And only a little bit of complaints with their flavors. But still, I think she won in the flavor department for the showstopper. But um, because of how bad she did on day one, I guess that's why. They didn't really say why she wasn't in contention to win the whole thing but i think if you 
do the signature the way she did and the technical, it would be pretty, it, it wouldn't make sense to make her win the whole thing, you know? I agree. I agree. <laughs> and let, I, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. If, if you, and if her showstopper just to me looked like, well, they all three kind of did, but more hers just like piling a bunch of different things that don't go together into a big pile. Yeah. It didn't really <laughs> kind of, I mean, I, I kind of understood what her theme was and what she did. And I thought, you know, it was, you know, a good idea, but then, yeah, the way it was presented, it just looked like a hodgepodge. It didn't yeah. have a, you know, a good like consistency of, you know, a cohe- cohesive look. That's what I'm looking for. It wasn't very right. cohesive. So, and when they said the funny. idea, like Noel said, it's going to be, you know, you want three different types of bakes. It's meant to represent your experience with the Bake Off. Um, I thought that sounded like a cool idea, but then in retrospect, I'm like, well, I, I really feel like all three of their bakes look like stuff that didn't belong together. And yeah. it's because that's what the idea was to oh make three random things and stick them together. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I, I somebody was... could have done it and made it look better. I bet Armin could have. Yeah, yeah. And I, we can talk more about about the showstopper, but we should probably jump into the I'm technical. Ahead. Before. Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. No, that's okay. I, I want to talk about it for sure. But before we get too far, um, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about the technical um, really okay. quick, because those are walnut whizzes, which I, again, I've never seen whirls. or had. Whirls. Sorry. Yes, whirls. Yeah. Why did I write down whizzes? Um, I've never... Have you ever had, had those? I have not. No, I've never seen these. Um, it's a... Walnut sable biscuit base, which is kind of like shortbread, I guess. A coffee ganache feeling surrounded by marshmallow and coated in tempered chocolate. I've never seen this, but man, it would be hard. You'd be hard pressed to put something together that I would like more than this. <laughs> this is like, yes, it's a big yes for me. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um, but you know, they're not traditionally uh, a, a, a coffee kind of flavor ganache. I think it's Oh, it's um, not. Oh. Yeah, I think it's it's typically like a maybe um I don't know if it's vanilla or what flavor it is, but it was white when I saw pictures of it. Um they uh, were comparing it and they like said a, that like a Twinkie or something. Um it's still a ganache, so Cream it's still the filling. same texture, but it's more it was mm. white. So I don't know if if the flavor okay. was something different, but it wasn't coffee or it wasn't chocolate. So, but Prue's recipe that they did for the technical had this coffee flavored um ganache so um but i it, looked I, it up online it and it took me to the amazon page for nestle walnut whips which <laughs> it said there's only two left so order soon and i Uh-oh. did and i think it's because this show just came out maybe i don't know but i think it also said british so um i don't know if mine's coming from england or what it's going to take a month to get here so maybe <laughs> but i can't oh wait. gosh then yeah probably <laughs> hope they're not all melted like a it's, like something Laura made. Oh, <laughs> that's that's not harsh. Nice. That's not it's harsh. Um, well, I'm just joking. The good thing is, is it's cooler weather. So hopefully, as it travels, it's yeah, staying in cooler weather. So that's you know, if it were in the middle of summer, I'd say, eh, good luck with that. But um, cooler weather, that's a good. But thing. the picture on the box looked just like the ones. That, they were uh, pretty. I love mini desserts. I love mini desserts. Like when you you know when mm-hmm. we have you know, they're doing like the patisserie week or, you know, they're doing like these little mini desserts. I'm, I'm a big fan of like these little miniature desserts. I just think they're absolutely adorable. Cause sometimes, you know, you've got a little bit of a sweet tooth and you want just like a nice little mini dessert and that's yeah. enough for you. You know, you don't need a whole, these are almost like, of something. like a C's candy or something. 
Yeah, yeah. So they were super cute, um, and I, I've never seen anything like them, but I was certainly intrigued with that yummy little walnut, um, you know, biscuit that they had, and the ganache that was, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge, huge fan of coffee-flavored things. I do like coffee, but, you know, I don't really want it in my food, but I, I would definitely try that and, and probably like it, and then it had a yummy marshmallow uh, whirl around it, which I thought was really lovely and then this um yummy chocolate um smothered on top with a toasted walnut on top they look absolutely adorable and i would absolutely eat probably more than just the one i'd eat i'd eat a whole plate <laughs> that they presented you're like i love these little desserts i'm gonna eat a whole plate of them <laughs> well I, I i would just keep telling myself oh it's just these tiny little desserts the calories are hardly anything just eat one and then oh eat another yeah that would <laughs> totally be something that i would do so and you know, again, the 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 guys were were pretty close on here um, as far as the technicals. Um, Peters, you know, his turned out fairly well as far as you know having everything that was you know required as far as you know the ganache was good, the marshmallow, but his marshmallow wasn't set very well, and I don't know if it was too hot or if he didn't cook it enough or whatever he, he didn't do he didn't quite get those nice tight swirls and so they kind of melted a little bit and when that happened his, yeah. when his chocolate ran over it he didn't get the really nice defined uh, said swirls why, but I that were what they said but then he he ran it over to the freezer in time to save it it looked like it was gonna all just fall apart but mm-hmm. yeah look and so yeah they look like blob blobs compared to the other two he didn't get the whirls, but that was about yeah. the only thing he did wrong because, well, they also said the biscuit mm-hmm. could have used longer in the oven, but he, the chocolate set well, better than the other two and the ganache they said was perfect. And the marshmallow, I think they said was good. So none of yeah. them were perfect, but his had probably the best, uh, probably the best taste and they were the firmest, I guess. Right. And Dave, who actually won the technical, his biscuit was good. I think it was a little bit of a thicker biscuit, which Prue said is what you want because you get a little bit of the yeah, bite of the biscuit. You know, yeah, he, it had been cooked perfectly. The ganache was good and it was neat as a pin, she said. And it right. had that really nice defined, you know, Just world the chocolate that she wasn't... required. Yeah, maybe he did have a better flavor, but his chocolate wasn't set as well. And this was another one that. I don't like on this show because it's hot and they're doing something chocolate and Ugh. it's all melting and yeah, like, they eh. really struggled because they had to temper that chocolate and the outside air was, was like hotter than what they needed the chocolate to be. So they're all having to give it like an yeah, ice bath. And they're trying, and, <laughs> so. Yeah. Or when I think Laura, she was whisking in more unmelted chocolate, just figuring out ways to get it down to the right temperature. I've done that. And they knew I've exactly done that what trick. Yeah. Temperatures. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I love melting chocolate. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of melting chocolate, but I've had to, you know, oh, shoot, how do I cool this off a little bit? So you just throw in some, like, cold chocolate. Or not cold, but just, like, room temperature uh, chocolate Mm -hmm. to kind of bring it down a little bit and and thicken, thicken it up a little bit, so... Yeah. And then, yeah, poor, poor Laura. Uh, <laughs> she, she lost it. She lost the technical, uh, her, she had to redo her egg whites, um, to, for her marshmallow cause they weren't whisked enough. I thought, what is happening in that mixing bowl? That was such a mess. <laughs> and there was like just liquid egg white is what it looked like. It was so deflated. And, uh, I guess she didn't have her egg whites whisked enough. <clears throat> And it didn't set. Yeah, everything was again. melty. The chocolate, the ganache was too soft, the marshmallow, and the coffee. So it, it's so funny that that's a problem with her stuff, that it's 
melty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know, and, and I mean, it, it, I guess it'd be different. You could blame the heat if it happened with everyone, but maybe it didn't she's like with a, everyone. She's just hot and like the area around her is really hot because she's a hot, she's like she's, a hot blooded person. Maybe it's just like <laughs> radiating off of her. I, <laughs> Melting everything around. Her. I don't know. Cause I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like when they were doing the ice cream cakes, it was really hot then too. And, and hers was a mess. And I think um, Lottie struggled with hers too, but other people's turned out. Okay. So yeah. they, they somehow made it work and, and Peter were just consistently he radiates cold air. He's, <laughs> Does if you he? touch him, it's like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> and Lottie's like, ow. I mean, uh, Laura. Uh huh. And so, and Dave's just right. <laughs> right. <laughs> just Goldilocks and fake off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it seemed to be consistent with her that her her stuff. If it needs to set, it's probably not with Laura and I don't know if it's just a timing thing maybe if she was at home and her yeah. normal temperatures you know th- this this would work out better for her and uh, but due to the time because they are under uh, under time constraint and sometimes that that hurts and if you if you have to start yeah. over which I mean she had to start over on her egg whites so maybe that put her behind a little bit maybe if, if she hadn't had to start that over maybe her other stuff maybe had would have been able to set but maybe because she had to kind of push it along like I'm behind now because I had to redo this piece uh, of the the recipe and this part of it that then she then had to rush it and things weren't allowed to set maybe as long as what yeah. Peter and and, and, and I mean had. with the signature she uh she put too much fluid in there so that was mm-hmm. more of just an error you know she yeah. just didn't do the right thing and so yeah. maybe that's part of why this happens like I don't know how some bakers know exactly how much of each ingredient to put in and others maybe don't have as good of a sense of it sometimes. Right. I wouldn't know. know. (laughs) Everything I did would be either melting or rock hard probably. (laughs) 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 It'd be this rock hard biscuit with a blob of marshmallow on top. (laughs) So the things that are supposed to be a little crispy would be like rock hard and then everything that should be like yeah. or the set opposite. would be melted. You just like rock hard marshmallow and this globby biscuit. <laughs> Doughy, stodgy I think, crap. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. I bet if you set your mind to it. Right I don't know. Give not, especially not with the recipes they're given. Make the marshmallow. I'd be like, Ugh. oh, I, I oh, I would have a clue. I'd be like, can I go get some marshmallow fluff? Can I just get some of that? Yeah. <laughs> Melt it down. Because <laughs> I don't. I've never made marshmallow when they. I, it wasn't no. the season, but there was another season that I watched, and they had to make marshmallow for something. One of their bakes, and I was like. I didn't know you could make marshmallow, and I don't know why I thought that. I mean, clearly you can make marshmallow. You can <laughs> buy them. I was like, Somebody I've, makes did, it. I was like, I mean, I've never known anybody to make marshmallow. People just buy them. Right. So that was really foreign I, um, to they, me. Th- it's interesting because in this episode, they're like, marshmallow, I think it's kind of like Italian meringue. And I'm like, I have no clue what, I mean, I kind of have a clue what Italian meringue is, but maybe that's a an American thing. Maybe marshmallow is much more common here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably. We're we're a s- sweet country, yeah. so we we like mm-hmm, our yeah. sweet stuff. So it probably is <laughs> American. Probably, yeah, it's, yeah. Um. So anyway. 
Okay. Anything else you want to say about the technical? I think that covers the no. Okay. Well, showstopper. We talked a little already about the showstopper, but they uh, had to make this colossal dessert tower, which, uh, you know, like you said, kind of had to be like their own personal showstopper and kind of show what they've learned. And they had to have a large cake base and show at least three different baking disciplines. And I, I wasn't quite sure. I was like, I when they said that, I was like, I, I don't know what, what exactly they're wanting and what they're asking for and how they're expecting it to look. Because I thought, well, I mean, Lara's was probably the, the out of all three, the most inconsistently cohesive look. But all three of them really just kind of looked like a hodgepodge of three very different things, which... Mm-hmm. They seem to kind of want, but I mean, yeah, um, I thought Dave's looked the best, mm-hmm. and then Peter, which was pretty close, and then Laura's just looked like let's take all the baked goods and put them on a plate, um, pile them up, but yeah, so anyway, I mean, it was an interesting idea, and and uh, I really liked Dave's idea the best. I thought because like, you know, instead of doing something based on previous successes like Laura and Peter, his is made up of things he didn't do as well on. And that was really neat. And especially the brownies, because they all messed up the brownies. (laughs) Nobody did well. Brownie brownie (laughs) challenge. He he did it. He he, they were gooey like they wanted it. They got he said, Paul said, you got that famous light crack on top. I was like, yeah. Good job. And, and then the Fraser cake. Yeah. I mean, brownies are easy, but still, like, they all messed them up. So I was like, good. And then the Fraser cake, they said it was, uh, Prue said it's one of the nicest things she's eaten. And then, but then the other thing, the babka and the profiterol slash shoe buns weren't good. He went too far the other direction with the babka, whereas he took them out too early last time. This time he left them in too long. And that's what happens when you make things I've had that experience. You try one way and then you err the in the opposite direction and you have to find that mm-hmm. middle ground. So I bet his next Bobka will be really great. But yes. anyway, I thought that was super cool. And I felt like it was a triumph that of the four things he got two really good. And the other two were, well, the shoe buns were really flat and the filling was too wet. So he kind of messed up on that one. But yeah, anyway, it was still pretty cool. I, I did love his idea the most because, you know, he, he called it his tower to redemption. So he's, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm out to prove that I can actually do these things. And it's a bold I, move. It was a bold move. And, you know, I think brave of him to do. And because it could have went really bad. I know? would have been safe and picked the things I knew I was good at or exactly the things I'd done well. Yeah. But I mean, as they've as they've mentioned, you know, the last several episodes is he's like the most improved baker. So I think this right. was kind of went into that theme that he wanted to kind of show mm-hmm. that you know, I have improved. I took what you told me about my brownies and my bobkas and shoe buns and I, you know, made improvements and, and one, you know, one to kind of prove himself. Except for that, the shoe buns. Yeah. Except for the shoe but buns. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, yeah, it, totally. So yeah. Yeah. Those still didn't turn out very well, but he, but his thought was there. It's what he wanted to do, but his execution yeah. of shoe buns didn't, but he wanted to, he wanted to prove you know, what, what he had learned and that he had actually listened to them. And that's what they want. They don't like it when they keep giving you advice over and over. Because I think we've seen it in a couple right. episodes before, or not sorry, not the season, but Rowan for sure, 
Yeah, he yeah. never listened to them. And of course, he didn't last very long. And we've seen it in other seasons, too, where mm-hmm. they're like, you know, we keep telling you to stop doing this or to start doing this or, you know, to, they, they give them advice. I mean, they should know kind of what they're talking about. And then people just kind of keep doing their own thing and they're not listening. And yeah. they typically don't last very long well, on the show. When I was looking in my notes about who I thought might have a chance, you know, going away back to the first episode we did. And Rowan was on there. I was like, Rowan, why do I have it? But then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, because he had big, bold, ambitious ideas that weren't executed well. And at the time, I thought, well, if he learns how to execute, he's going to be great. But he never did. <laughs> no, no. And I think a lot of it's because he didn't didn't listen to Paul and Prue a little early on, yeah. you know, and, and kind and scale back his ideas just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention after the technical now, I'm keeping track of Peter and how well he's doing because I wanted him to win and he got second place and I was like, oh shit, he's, it was a nail biter the whole time because after the showstopper, it wasn't clear. Like it seemed like Dave and Peter were pretty even and Mm -hmm. it seemed like they were pretty even on the signature and Dave won the um, technical. So I thought, I thought Dave was going to win. Yeah. And and I think you mentioned that before, like you thought, you know, I mean, you've talked about Peter a lot, but you were like, I don't know, you know, Dave. Dave's I mean, at this point, too. like when they marched them all out, we, we still have to talk about Peter Showstopper. But when they marched them all out, I was like, I think they're going to they're going to announce Dave. That's what I thought. <laughs> I wasn't sure, though. Peter wasn't sure either. I don't know if I've done enough. I know it was definitely a toss up between those two for sure. It was definitely kind of close. Um, OK, so so Peter Showstopper, he had this bonkers baking show uh <laughs> tower that he did um and he had some things that he had done done well he had these chocolate orange biscuits he had done his orange and chocolate battenberg he had uh the victoria sponge with strawberry cream um and he had some shoe buns and i i didn't think it was too bad i mean like i said i kind of looked at all of them going this is. I was just a little bit disappointed in the showstoppers this time around. You know, usually yeah. the, the show stop, it was showstoppers. It's an interesting are, idea, but yeah, I just it was just all said and done. I think it was a bad idea for aesthetics. It was an interesting idea for yeah them revisiting things, but yeah, for aesthetics, it was it wasn't horrible, but it was just like not as good as like you saying yeah. other showstoppers. I thought it was an interesting but, choice you know, for the finals too. It's like I was expecting like they've done wedding cakes and you know all of these elaborate yeah. things, and I thought it was just a, as far as yeah the looks, it was just a little bit of a letdown. But the idea was good. So, mm-hmm. as he's going through, he looked more stressed out and nervous, and also spacey. Like oh, I can't, my brain can't figure out how to make checker checkered cookies or whatever he made stripes instead i'm like oh shit he's falling apart here at the last minute he's choking they don't choke dude that way. yeah they, they made i it know seem that way i was like and oh no then he's <laughs> he sort of pulled it together yeah they totally they lead us they they totally. like misdirecting us so they were trying to make it look like he was gonna lose but uh he, he ended up doing all right <laughs> yeah i think they because yeah they liked his victoria sandwich well they said the cake was a little dry, but it, thankfully it had that strawberry jammy cream in there, so that saved him. Mm, it looks so His yummy. shoe buns, they thought were delicious, and the uh, lemon and blackberry ganache or whatever inside was good, lovely, and silky smooth. The Freons they did not like. Those are like almond, almond cookies or something. 
Yeah, a lot of almond flavored things. Almond cakes. Almond cakes. Yeah. They, they said it was snowy and stodgy. So I think that's what kind of didn't put them over the top, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, Dave's Bobka's and his shoe buns were not great. And if Peter's had turned out perfect all the way through, I think he would have been a shoe in. But um, because of the Freons and maybe they didn't look yeah. as the whole thing didn't look as good as Dave's. I don't know. That was like they his, had a hard time his, deciding. Right, because everything else was good except for that. And then like with Dave's, yeah. his shoe buns, like everything else was really great, but his shoe buns fell short. So that's, I think, kind of put him on even ground a little bit and probably yeah. what made it so tough. Well, right, maybe Dave's babka just did him in that damn chocolate babka. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the babka. <laughs> yeah, the babka. <laughs> okay, um, so Lara's showstopper was actually i mean it's with the exception of the looks like they said i think individually had you separated them all out and presented them they were great um put together it was kind of like eh maybe not quite um as as great of a presentation as maybe dave's or peter's which those still looked a little bit strange to me but a little bit i think the shape of them were a little more put together than i think laura's laura's was just kind of uneven a little bit but she had this rainbow dessert tower i loved the yeah, they love the key lime, the oh, cake. Oh, God, that key lime tart. I want key that lime, so bad. Yeah, Paul loves that. The Chelsea buns, fantastic. Prue's like, nothing wrong with your baking, Laura. The macarons. Prue said, you're such a good baker. Full that of flavor, carrot delicate. Carrot cake, yeah. And the Chelsea buns, when I think it was Paul pulled them apart, it just looked you know, when you just pull a really good pastry apart, it oh makes it look gosh. even that more appetizing. It looked so, they zoomed in so close, and I think my yeah. mouth totally started watering a little bit. <laughs> it's like, that looks so good. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe if that had looked amazing, she might have had a chance. I don't know. I don't know if it would have been enough because mm. of the technical and her signature just... Uh, she just could not come over the top with those. I think if she had done better in her signature or maybe even won the technical, yeah. she would have oh, had yeah. more then, of a, ch- a yes. chance. But yeah. she just, epic fails on, on the first yeah. two challenges. And I just don't think it was enough, even though she did well with her showstopper. Because, yeah, the flavors were all great. Um, I, I would have loved to have had any one of those. And car- I've got a thing with carrot cake right now. I had dinner with a friend mm-hmm. last week, and uh, they brought out the dessert tray and they were like you know here's what we've got and they had like a you know special seasonal one and then they're like usuals that they had in there they had they're like this little restaurant was known for their carrot cake and i was like well i will take a slice of that home so i I mean it it was probably the best darn carrot cake i've ever had and that um her carrot cake made me think of that carrot cake so um you know i was i was really wanting a a bite of that um so yeah I, i would eat all of that (laughs) <laughs> did you have a favorite as far as like the flavors what what which one that you would of laura's to try? or the whole all, all everybody's yeah. um i think i wanted to eat dave's the most i like brownies i like babka mm-hmm. i like shoe buns and even you know if they're not perfect i still would have liked it and the freezer cake looked pretty damn good too and i thought the look of it was all better too so i liked i actually yeah i like dave's showstopper the best um probably dave's technical and and uh peter's signature but i can see i think peter actually did a little better on his showstopper so 
it makes sense to me why they picked him as a winner and also why it was a hard choice because it was very close. Yeah, it was pretty darn close. Yeah, they weren't even mentioning Lara at all, which was kind of sad, you know, when they were yeah. talking at the end and, and making their decision on and who was going to come out on top and how close it was. And, and they said it was definitely Dave and Peter. And I thought, well, I mean, and it's not surprising, of course, but it was just, you know, she wasn't even really mentioned disheartened and she was talking during the technical you know how she how much she hates coffee and i think she did that i know i'm like dude i love coffee I know. but yeah like we were saying before when you don't like something mm-hmm. it might be harder to make it yeah good yeah because you, you mentioned that before on and i cannot remember again because i feel like we've, we've seen so many bakes that um exactly what it was that she said she didn't like um, it was ermine uh oh was i it thought ermine? it was ermine she oh, didn't like something maybe laura too there both of them have not liked stuff, but anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah she, so, she kind of got that in her head, and I. I wonder... mean, I don't feel bad for her. She, she made it to the final, and she that's did. amazing. And she was happy with it too. At the end, you know, she she seemed pretty happy. Yeah, she, and it, her attitude was good. She was still yeah. very much, um, you know, congratulating her, you know, Peter and and. Dave and telling them, you know, good job, well done, you guys did good. And yeah. then at the end, when Peter won, you know, she was happy for them because she did. I mean, even just making it to the finals is a big honor. I mean, think of all the people yeah. that le- that left and didn't make it. There were some very talented people that got kicked off, and you and she's still there. I mean, that is definitely saying saying something. So, um, so yeah, she yep. still should have been proud of herself at how far, you know, she was able to go. So when they did that thing where they march him out and the, and Noel says the winner of, you know, season whatever Bake Off is, and then they go, and they <laughs> draw it out. Pause, yeah. <laughs> and then they said Peter and they everyone cheered and started hugging and there was nice music and he's got all his red cheeks and everything. That was really <laughs> emotional. It was great. It, it made was. me feel very good. It was like, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's emotional. such a nice guy and his bakes are so meticulous and polished and and he he really wanted it. So sometimes that actually too helps make me root for a person where you can just tell that they really want it. He's the youngest winner they've ever had. Yeah, that's an accomplishment. Scottish. So I was happy. I'm happy he won. He's he's super talented. Yeah. What about you? Are you okay with it? I'm okay with <laughs> it. He was you know, I've never discounted his talent and his skill because it's 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 all there and he has it all. Um, but I wouldn't say he was my absolute favorite going throughout. But I was really, really happy for him. And I do think he really did deserve it. And I mean, Dave was just right there, too. And I, I you know, so I but I do definitely think Peter deserved it. And he was super nice. He did want it. Um, and it was and to be the youngest, I mean, that that's a lot and, and it was funny again when he's like i've been watching this show half my life and you know and he was talking yeah. about how he nerds out on on bake off you know how he's watched one of the seasons like eight or nine times because it was just one of his favorites mm-hmm. and and, and how like, his 12 year old self would have been in awe that was really fun to yeah. think about like this little kid geeking out on this show and you go back in time and say guess what in a few years you're gonna win this you're gonna win you're gonna win a <laughs> <What>? class plate <laughs> Well, you know, um, last time I noticed you and uh, Derek were talking about how they don't win any money and they just get this plate and it's all for just the love of baking and everything. But Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of these bakers who have won, 
they get um they a, a lot of them have cookbooks so that's something and they make money from that and they also uh sometimes they make appearances on tv shows or a couple of them even have their own shows and they have columns in national magazines weekly columns and they get paid for that so it's not like they get a million dollars or something but i think there's a chance at I mean, Derek did say, oh, you know, Peter, he's young enough that he could make a baking career out of this. So maybe he will. But I'm just I, I looked back at where a lot of the people who have won and mm-hmm. they have gone on to have some amount of success and renown and, you know, making money from winning. So I think there is a little bit more at stake than just getting this plate. But uh, but yeah, if, if you choose to. If, 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 you, if choose you choose to, to. some of them to do don't, that. Didn't. some of them don't. Yeah. Um, but I think winning, I mean, because it is such a hugely popular show that either winning or even being in the finals, you know, being like a runner up gives you a certain amount of recognition. Um, it, it gives you a little bit of prestige as far as, oh, that person is talented and we can, you know, we're going to listen to what they have to say. So I, I know some of them have like food blogs, and like you said, cooking um, shows yeah. and some have cookbooks and things like if that. If they so, hustle it. Yeah. And they have a good personality. Like Nadia from 2015. She's one of the ones that stands out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like Nadia. For me. Because I forget a lot of them. But for some reason, Nadia and Rahul stand out to me because he was yes. just so anxious all the time. I but, know. Um, and yeah. brilliant, too. And depressed. And he would be all depressed and then make this brilliant thing. I'm like, what? But uh, anyways, um, Nadia had Nadia's British Food Adventure. It's a TV show. Nadia's Family Favorites. The Chronicles of Nadia. She has a Sunday Times column. She has an award-winning children's book called Bake Me a Story. So she's really parlayed her win into something, you know. So right. I, you can do that. It's not guaranteed, but. Right, because I think you, you still have to do the work. I, and, and, yeah. and you can put a cookbook out there, but it doesn't mean anybody's going to buy it or want it. So you may not make any money. Yeah. You could do a cooking right. show or Or it or might just be short-lived. Right. It could just be something yeah. really short. And also, I mean, um, some of these people already have careers. They're not professional bakers. So they have to kind of decide, you know, how much time and energy they can put into that. And it's not easy sometimes to get, I mean, sometimes it might open some doors for you because you won Bake Off or you were a runner up in Bake Off. It might give you that platform to help get you noticed because otherwise who's going to listen to you but like if you say oh well I won Bake Off or I was a runner up people are more inclined to listen and give you an open door but you still have to do the work and you still have to put forth the effort and yeah. it may not be but successful I'm just saying, but yeah yeah you're yeah, right you're right I mean it, it gives you a leg up but it's like, not it's not it, given it, to you you know like you're not just given a, a TV show or you're not just given a cookbook no, no, deal no, or no. anything like that you, you have but to work for it, it within the context of what people are hoping for i think possibly some of them may hope oh if i can win this maybe i can turn it into something you know it's not just that they're there just for the love of baking or whatever i think some of them would be like oh yeah that'd be great to try to make a career out of this and use my win to propel me forward yeah it it can open some doors for you whereas you know if you weren't on bake off and either one or were a runner-up may not otherwise be available to you so yeah there's opportunity you are right but like you said some of them haven't even like i don't think Raul he he didn't do anything he like posts some of his bakes on instagram after that and that's it yeah i think it's just up to the person Mm -hmm. what their desires are Yep. So we do some funny lines. Yeah, let's do some funny lines. What do you, do you have any? 
I liked the I, Mr. Spoon thing. <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't know if other people were crazy I felt about a bit that. Uncomfortable, but... <laughs> like he's like, especially when he made uh, was it Dave kiss the lower part of this? Not there, Mr. Spoon. It's a family show. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no one's ever won without kissing the spoon. I guess it's funny. I, I, I thought parts I think of it we've were talked funny. about it being yeah. a little like. Uh, pervert, perverse, or something. So I was looking at it from that filter, like, no, come on. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> but you're right. Parts it's of, harmless. Parts it's of fun. it was was cute. That part was like a little, like, <laughs> oh, that might have been a little too much. But I thought parts of it were kind of fun, like nobody's <laughs> one bagel without kissing Mr. Spoon. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I think you're right. I think I'm being a little uptight. It's fine. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. What else? Um. That's all I can think of at the moment. That was mostly uh, my, okay. my favorite thing. Okay, I wrote it down a bunch. Okay. Um, when, um, at the beginning, when Noel says, I love custard, I was very upset when I learned that General Custard had died at the Battle of Little Creamhorn. And then there's <laughs> silence, which they, you could tell they set up, but it was still funny. Mm-hmm. And then he bows his head in shame. Mm-hmm. I, think you just leave <laughs> I <now>. love that. <laughs> Yeah, I think you should leave, and he nods and like kind of sulks off, and then still shouts "bake" from outside the room. That was just funny—the yeah. idea of telling a bad joke and then nobody says anything, and then you just nod your head. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just bow your head in shame. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, when I loved it when Noel went over and Peter—I guess he was pouring his custard in a pan and it. Looked like Freddy Krueger's face. Oh, it was like this honeycomb. Was, that looks so weird. It was all, yeah, <laughs> and melty. He's like, well, it looks like a horror film. And then he goes, it does look like a sixty Star Trek creature. Creature, I can communicate with it if you want. He holds its hand over. Ah, it's telling me who the winner is. And Peter's like, go on, go on. And he goes, it's Dave. Anyway, see you later. <laughs> 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 that was good. Mm-hmm. I like how Peter, um, he has a kind of cutesy British way of saying things like, he says, toasty walnuts smell toasty and walnutty. Uh, and he rhymes like he said, uh, I feel like a bit of a silly billy or hokey pokey or jeepers creepers. <laughs> he's so He's so young. So young and beautiful. Right. Uh, Let's see. When um, just before the showstopper, Prue was saying, Laura has a big mountain to climb and there's thunder. And Noel says, God's very angry with what you've just said. And (laughs) she goes, God's agreeing with me. And Paul's like, of course he is. He he wouldn't dare not to. And then Noel says, he doesn't want to get snubbed from your next dinner party. None of us do. (laughs) I I would love to go to one of Prue's dinner parties. I know. Somebody posted a picture of her young Prue. She, was, she did. looked like she was about 30. Well, yeah, somebody in our group. I oh, guess, yes, yes, yes. That. Yes, she posted on and her And she looked pretty she uh, pretty gorgeous, I thought. Hot stuff. <laughs> cool. She was hot. Yeah. yeah. And then she looked, she had that same confidence that she exudes on the show. And then the last one I had down here is when Matt said to Dave, so you're going to have a holiday after this is all over. And Dave says, we'll have a staycation 
before little Bubba comes along. And Matt says, I'd like to be your baby if you're going to bake like that. That took a, a weird turn for me. I was more comfortable with that than I was with Mr. Spoon. <laughs> it was funny. Well, he goes, that got weird again, didn't it? And Dave said, it did get weird. Yeah. And then he goes, I can always feed you later if you want. So that made me realize that it didn't really get weird for Dave. He was fine with it. Yeah. And Matt just looked stunned. But yeah, it was a little weird. But it was but, uh, good to yeah, see overall, Dave interacting, though, because yes. he's, he's definitely oh, yeah. opened up a lot more than what he has. So he it was has. good to see that he's he's laughing, he's being interactive, he's and yeah, he's definitely loosened up. I like that. When he said he did the wobbly lines on purpose, too, that was BS, but he was just being funny. Totally. But um, Matt, you know, all said and done, I, I like Matt, but I feel like he didn't knock it out of the park this season. I hate you to say it. You don't think so? Mm, a couple of good ones, but not as good as Noel. Not even close. Well, hard to compare to Noel. Yeah, but... I mean, I liked um, Sue and Mel, mm-hmm. and I liked Noel and Sandy, but I Sandy know. didn't really try to be funny. Um, Matt, I feel like he was okay, but I wished he was better, and I thought he was going to be a little better. Am I being too harsh on him? I... Don't think he he did that bad. I enjoyed a lot of his lines. I thought he was funny. I thought he could be kind of charming. I liked he was encouraging. Uh, there were some times I thought, oh, you're trying maybe a little too hard um, with some things. But I think overall, I was pleased. Overall, with, you liked it. Overall, I liked him. And um, I don't know. So do you do you think he deserves another season and to try to kind of settle in a little bit, or would you rather not see him come back? Uh, I think it's fine. Like, I kind of doubt he'll get any better, but who knows? I could be wrong. I mean, if I had to make a decision, like they said, okay, Jason, it's your call. Is Matt coming back? Then I'd be, yeah, I have Matt back. Let's see. Let's see what he does. So I wouldn't, I'm not like, oh, they need to get somebody else in there. Um, and hopefully he will, I'll be wrong and he will, uh, get funnier I mean maybe I think I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people listening to me right now are like no you're wrong he was he was totally fine and I do think he was he was good he was okay but he just he's been my I didn't like him as much as Sue and Mel or uh, Noel and Sandy right um, but um, I get that but he was all right he was all right hopefully he'll yeah it's you a know. hard position to be I in I mean it's a beloved show yeah and oh, hell yeah they yeah. have they have had some great you know, hosts uh, and co-hosts along with uh, with Noel, and you know it's it's hard to see them go, and it's it's a tough spot to fill. That's some big shoes, and Heck yeah. so I'm sure the yeah. you know there's a lot of pressure there. And I think so. He did good. He like did I'm good. not saying he was bad. I just no, I get it, yeah, but it's just, it's tough. And we'll I think see. I think I think maybe given another season, he could maybe get settled in a little bit more, maybe kind of refine that, get comfortable, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just notice whenever he's doing his jokes. I'm like, I'm not actually laughing most of the time. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cute. Whereas when Noel says something, sometimes I bust out laughing. I'm you know? <laughs> definitely busting out laughing with Noel. I just, I love him yeah. to pieces. I think he's fabulous and I would love to like hang out with him for a day and just, you know, <laughs> yeah. he seems so interesting. He might tease you a little. That's okay. I can take it. I'm used that's to being teased. <laughs> so yeah. Oh gosh. So what else? Uh... I have a few notes. Let's see. I um, I thought it was really nice when Matt thanked the medics, the cleaning team, and the hotel staff. Yeah. <coughs> Just to sort of acknowledge that this was a different situation this year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I liked all the videos from home. Oh, the end. You know? The credits. Well, not just that, but during the show at mm-hmm. the beginning, Dave's pregnant either wife or girlfriend mm-hmm. says, we all miss you, the three of us, and their cute little dog is there, and then she points to her pregnant belly, and she said, it's been so long, but so worth it, which was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And then Peter's family... Like his mom and dad and brother who look all exactly the same to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like they're all the same person. Uh, and and then they show a p- picture of little like probably 10 year old Peter holding some strawberry cupcakes he made. And he looked all chubby. That was cute. And then uh, Laura's dad saying, how clever are you? He's like beaming with pride. And the final... In the final of the Great British Bake Off, how have you pulled it off? I'll tell you how. You put your very big heart and soul into all you do. Believe in yourself because we all do. Come on, Laura. You can do this. I know. Like, oh, that what that a sweet. great dad. Yeah, that was really sweet. <laughs> and then at the end, yeah, what did you, what stood out to you about all that? All of it. I just, I cried the whole time. Uh, cried Rowan because, making his own waste coasts. Yeah. I mean, I was already <laughs> emotional because of the end, you know, it was the end and everybody was yeah. emotional and everybody was celebrating and everybody was really happy for Peter and I was happy for Peter and just kind of relieved for all of them that the pressure was, you know, that it was over and that the pressure was off and that they could all just enjoy themselves and be able to go home to their families and and then, you know, so that was already getting to me. And then, you know, oh, yeah, let's roll tape and let's see what everyone else has been up to, you know, since they've been, um, you know, stopped filming and went home. And it was so lovely to see, you know, that's just another thing I love so much about the show. I mean, we, we, we've seen it with other seasons, so it didn't change much in this one where, you know, you see uh, some of the bakers keeping in touch. Several of them have went to go visit each other. And and I loved that. It just shows, you know, how close they all became, you know, why they they were all in this bubble and yeah. maintained. I like that. So every every season. Yeah, and it's nothing. And then I feel bad for the ones who like aren't hanging out with the other ones. But uh, Sarah and Mark hung out at Lottie's with Lauren and Dave. Yeah. Lottie went to visit the other Mark, the gentle Buddhist Mark, mm-hmm. and Ermine did too. And. Then they showed Dave's baby, Ronnie, born October 11th, which I looked up and it was just like a few days before this season premiered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looked, she, she was about ready to pop. So I think he made it home just in time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's good he was there that he made it for that. I had a couple of Britishisms uh, when Noel said, or no, Matt said to Dave, are you going on holiday? I th- that is the how British say, are you going on vacation? Going on holiday? I, I and then yeah, I say holiday probably more than I say vacation. You say you're going on holiday when you're going. You're going on a trip. If I'll, I'll usually ask someone if they're going on a holiday. Really? Uh-huh. I've never heard that until I was in oh, contact with really British. It's not. An, it's not how. You know, we oh, well, I'm, I think that's probably where I picked it up. I, I watch a lot of, like, <laughs> I, I, I just pick that stuff up and I, it kind of sticks with me. I, I, I've never yeah, heard yeah, anyone, yeah. Uh, you know, American say holiday, but it's something that I've always, I just, I, I'm like, I like that word better than vacation. So I'll sometimes say, are you going on holiday? Yeah, that was like when um, Nico went over to England, my, well, now nine-year-old, but when I'd go to Walker Stalker. 
and he'd hang out, you know, we'd hang out there for a couple of weeks and vacation around. And when he came home, he was saying, you know, oh, this game is quite good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just pick up stuff like that. Well, and kids are sponges, uh, And then last, so yeah. yeah, and he didn't even realize he was doing it. Then at one point, Dave was saying, sod it, sod it. And sod it is kind of like, screw it, screw it. I'll do it this way. I looked in Urban Dictionary. It had a funny definition. It says, same as bugger it, as in fuck it, but in its arse. Strangely considered more polite, derived from sodomy. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. That is funny. <laughs> So I have now exhausted all my notes for the episode. Those are really good notes. Thanks. Yeah, I think you covered all of mine, and those were great, great lines too. And I haven't had a whole lot of news and stuff for um the season while we've been talking, but I did have one interesting thing that I came across that I thought I'd mention to people in case uh, they would fi- find it interesting. But unfortunately, it's I'll just say it at the top: um, it's not available in the U.S. Um, so sorry, I'm also bummed out about this. Um, it's only available um, in the UK, including the Highlands Islands in Northern Ireland. Um, but maybe they'll change that. So what what this is, they are doing um, a, a Bake Off box. So uh, Becca Watson, who's the home economist for Great British Bake Off, which of course is what they call it in, in the UK, she says, we know how many people are inspired to bake when the show is on air. The Bake Off box takes that one step further, delivering the recipes direct to your door so that everyone can join in, test their skills, and get a taste of what they see on screen. This is a limited edition monthly subscription service box, which will contain an official recipe along with carefully sourced dry ingredients and a unique collectible piece of Great British Bake Off equipment, all contained within a beautifully designed box and what's even better is that um, a portion uh, of each box sold will be donated to stand up to cancer charity which the great british bake-off supports through its series of celebrity specials um so it, it, it and they say that it doesn't matter if you're more prone to a soggy bottom than a star bake they said the box is suitable for all skill levels the recipes have been developed by the bake-off's own home economists and the ingredients expertly chosen to marry perfectly with each month's bake um and so each recipe will include a collectible recipe card featuring photography to demonstrate each stage of the bake or particular technique, helping you create a worthy bake. Um, you get pre-portioned weighed dried ingredients, which saves on time and waste, along with a checklist for the fresh ingredients needed to complete the bake. Um, each box will include a bespoke piece of baking equipment specifically dined designed for the Bake Off box. And they have three different subscription options. These are in pounds. I didn't do the conversion rates, so sorry. You'll have to Google that if you're in the UK. Well, I guess you won't have to if you're in the UK. You'll know how much it is. But um, it's $19.99, pounds per month for the like monthly rolling subscription. The three-month bundle is um, like 59 pounds, and the six-month bundle is 119 pounds. Again, that's cool, man. I would totally do that at least for a couple months or something, just yeah. for the fun of it. I know I was so bummed. If I could. I, I googled it, and looked it up, <laughs> and I had to read all through the website. And I'm like, please tell me they're doing this in the U.S. And no, again, no. anywhere in the U.K. I, I wonder if there's something similar. I bet you there is. I know. I was really. I was like, come but on. It, where's the American version of this thing? <laughs> I want that. I would totally do that at least for a couple months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but um, for anyone listening in the UK or in those areas where they actually deliver, um, 
you should definitely check that out. And if you do, um, I'd be interested to know. I think it starts in February of 2021. So it's not available yet, but they have the website up. So Soon. you can go to the website. You can go ahead and sign up and they'll start um, delivering the boxes February 2021. So although that was fun and I thought, you know, people out there might might enjoy that if they're fans like us and like to bake. And um, so I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. At least, I mean, we know, you said it was in Ireland too, right? Yeah, maybe we can get Derek to do it. <laughs> so we know we, yeah, we have at least one listener who might be interested. Yeah. <laughs> I have to talk him I'm into I'm sure it. there's a few more. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's all that I had um, that I wanted to contribute because I thought that was thought that was fun that's and interesting. Great. And if anybody wants the yeah. link, let me know. I'm happy to g- give that link out. But it's um, it's out there, not too hard to find. But if if you want it, I'm happy to um, send that to anyone that wants to sign up. If you are in the available delivery areas, okay. We got some great listener feedback with it being the finals and all. So. Um, but you did, you, you had asked me some time ago, um, because we were kind of getting close to the finals, um, to put up a poll on who our listeners thought they would win. So I thought we could kind of go through some of those first. Yeah. See who was right. Yeah. So the first one that we have is from Diane Ryan and she says, I definitely think Peter should win. He has been the most consistent baker since the start and seems to combine great tasting food with great presentation. You were right, Diane. Mm-hmm. Barry Evett says, there can be only one, Peter. (laughs) Tony Douglas says, well, I like the underdog, Laura. I know it's a long shot, but she's been able to surprise everyone by making it to the final episode. Yeah. Greg Schwamm said, oh, well, this is, those are the only ones who. Yes, those were the only ones. This is um, now regular feedback. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Greg Schwamm says, it was hard to watch, specifically the meltdowns. Like literally, I was rooting for Laura, although her first two bakes couldn't have gone much worse. I feel that she had just underperformed as opposed to shitting the bed during the signature or the technical. She'd have pulled off another showstopper upset. So he's saying if she had just done a little bad instead of just like totally flubbed it, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, that uh, what was the second one called Walnut Whirl that she did, even though everything was kind of too soft. I bet it still tasted fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways. Yeah. I see. I hear where you come from Greg. Uh, he continues both Peter and Dave deserve to win. The fact that a winner had to be crowned. And as Derek mentioned last week, they aren't competing for anything but a title helps keep the positive vibes. It was surprisingly emotional watching the montage of pictures and stories at the end. And what season was Lewis on who the show was dedicated to? great final and i love the theme of the showstopper and dave's balls for choosing things he failed at totally Mm -hmm. i don't remember what season he was on but i think it was just a few years ago three four years ago Mm -hmm. it was a couple seasons back yeah that was sad He, he passed a few weeks ago jamie dimmick says i was not prepared for all the feels at the end i'm gonna miss this show so much yeah yeah like i said at the beginning I don't know if you guys remember, but I was like, we're we're watching all these people we don't know, and by the end of this, we're going to be in love with a few of them. You know, we're going to get to know them really well, and we're going to feel very connected to them, and here we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and if you decide, if you've never watched Bake Off before, you decide to watch next season, you'll probably, if you're like me, the first episode, you'll be like, 
okay, a bunch of strangers. Am I really going to care? And then you will grow to care if you keep watching it. You will, and you're going to cry when they <laughs> have to leave. And that just tells and... me, like... Yeah, they do a great job with casting. What? I said... Yeah, and, and it's just... To, to me, it's just like, if you spend enough time around somebody, most of the time, there's a pretty good chance you're going to feel connected to them, which is why this is getting a little preachy, but I always think, you know, don't, I don't like when people just write people off, especially people they've never met or don't know that if you just spend some time with somebody, then you'll get to know who they really are and then you'll, you know, feel connected. So that's what the show helps teach me. Right. So it's my turn, right? Tony Douglas says no surprises who won. They greatly deserved it. Trying to keep the spoilers near the bottom of my comments. Laura is a great baker. She proved that during she proved that during the showstopper. Unfortunately, the day before was just a nightmare. She's such a sweetheart and would be a hoot to hang out with and making pizza with. Dave is an amazing baker, and I believe the judges when they say that it was close and every imperfection was mulled over to make a decision. Congratulations, Peter, an incredibly talented baker that could easily make baking a profession. The crew behind the scenes got a much deserved shout out, and I love the ending seeing everyone carry on their friendship with one another. I wasn't the only one that wanted to hang with Laura. I love this show. Yeah, Laura was just such a cool person. Yeah. Just funny and she's I think she's funnier than Matt. She should be the host next year. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. She'd be great. <laughs> she would. <laughs> yeah, she was funny. I I enjoyed her. <clears throat> John Bucket says Great final. Happy for all three of them. Another Pandemic Blues antidote show alongside The Mandalorian and Ted Lasso. If you haven't seen Ted Lasso, I urge you to. Hmm. Yeah, I heard I've that. heard some people uh, really talking that up on other podcasts. Uh, it's about this guy who was a football coach played by Jason Sudeikis. And he gets called over to England to be a soccer coach, even though he doesn't know anything about soccer. And he's got this attitude of like positivity, no matter of what kind of cynicism he faces. And so I think that's why people like the show, because it has a, a kind of positive heart to it. It's on Apple TV Plus. So that's why I haven't a, seen it. You got to buy a Mac or something. Right. <laughs> it's getting good reviews. Interesting. Okay, um, so we did get um, a voice message this week from our good friend Steve. Did Noel sanitize that spoon that sp spoon between kisses? Hey, Rima and Jason, uh, this is Steve. This is for the finale of uh, the Great British Baking Show Off. Show Off? Anyway, um, I'm watching it now, and I just I'm kind of giving a couple thoughts as as I go. It's so cool that they let everybody who is in the bubble be the party guests. That's so cool. And, you know, they can't have their family there. So their family, I'm getting choked up even thinking about it. Their family that they've been living with <laughs> all this time is there. Oh, and, and my prediction uh, as is I think if Dave pulls this off, I think he could win it because he's taking all the things that he did wrong before and showing the improvement. So, uh, I, you know, Peter's great, but man, if Dave pulls this off, wow. Did, did Dave, in the background there, when they were talking about Peters, did he have kind of a smile and kind of thinking that maybe he's going to win because Peter didn't do very well? Whew. 
So I'm literally crying. This show has me very emotional. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, I, I, I have to admit I'm that kind of guy. I cry at, at uh, a lot of things. So um, great to see Peter win. And uh, I'm a huge softy for family that's not blood. So, all right. Talk to you later. <laughs> that was amazing. Aww. I love how he calls like with the show on in the background. I just got to tell you right now. I know. But that was really sweet, Steve. That was really sweet and emotional. And you had me tearing up there. Nobody cries alone around me. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was really sweet. Yeah, these shows I mean, that was way different than when Lottie lost. Yeah. Steve didn't care. <laughs> it got by Just him. Kidding, he Steve. made up for it the next week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, it didn't hit him. He was in denial. Yeah. Uh, no, dude, I totally get you. Like, this was an emotional ending. Maybe even a little more emotional. I mean, it's always emotional, but I feel like it really, it, it was a strong, just, it was a joyous ending. It, it, it's so great when something can make you cry from joy yeah that's like the best thing ever it is the best and and i i love it so much and i steve had a good point you know talking about you know because they do kind of spotlight uh family that's not blood and when, when you yeah. when you see how some of these guys you know they, they went through this uh, experience together and they built true friendship so much so that even they don't even have to they're not required to go visit each other they do it because they they really do love each other and built those friendships and want to see each other and it reminds me so much of like the zed group you know how you yeah. know we all you know make efforts to try it's, it's been a little different this year with with the pandemic and we've definitely been limited with travel and when to keep people safe and not visiting and things like that. But people have still made efforts and we've made efforts over the last several years to well, yeah. do meetups and, and, and visit each other when, when we travel through. And it's been, it, that's probably why I get so emotional too, because that's what it reminds me of. Well, and in this time we've helped each other get through it by doing, um, having our, you know, just if Virtual anybody needs anything online and, yes but we do like we play among us and yeah, we hang out and all that stuff. So, um, that's been really great, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it that's that that definitely gets me too. And I'm I'm with you, Steve. It's family isn't always blood. So Okay, gosh. Um well, we don't we don't have, at least for a bake off edi- edition, um, a next week on Strange Indeed because it's over. So <laughs> Yeah. So start watching Bly Manor and yeah, if you're not already. <laughs> if you're not already. Yeah, next week we will it's be covering, show. yeah, at least on Strange Indeed, no more Bake Off um, since this was the finals. But we do have the final episode of Bly Manor, so you can catch that next week if you're watching with us. If you're not, you should go check it out. It's a really uh, interesting kind of spin on horror, and uh, it's got a great story. So um, It's a lot like Bake Off. If you like Bake Off, you'll probably love it. Hmm, maybe. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> I mean, there's that cook that makes things and has other people taste it. There is a cook on Blind Manor, and he's absolutely charming, and he must be protected at all costs. Uh, so, so yeah, there, there is that. Um, so, yeah, this is this has been fun. I'm, I'm glad that you weren't joking about covering this. It has. This. <laughs> I no, I wanted to thank you for taking me seriously, and even I when I thought, oh, well, it's not going to happen because... You absolutely have to cover Blind Manor, and it's on at the same time. So, oh well, that sucks. You're like, let's just do it anyway. We'll do it. We'll stagger them. We'll wrote, you know, alternate. 
And, and I appreciate that because I think it was really fun and I didn't know what it was going to be like, but I had a feeling it would be fun because I always have a lot to say about these shows. Mm-hmm. And as we said in the beginning, it was really something that was, this show is something that was, is really nice to have in this kind of hard time right now to just be able to enjoy something positive like this. And the podcast made it even better. So I really appreciate you, uh, you know, letting us do this on Strange Indeed. Thanks. Well, thank you for the idea and doing it with me. It has <laughs> been an absolute blast. So until yeah, until next yeah. time, until next right. next season or collection, I guess, as they say here. But <laughs> we'll definitely have to, to keep it going um, for yeah, sure. Because totally. it's always, pandemic or not, um, we can always use something bright and cheerful, you know, to, to watch and keep our spirits up. Yeah. When I first started watching this show, life was fine. Yeah. It wasn't like didn't feel like the apocalypse but i still enjoyed the show exactly it doesn't have to be the worst exactly. <laughs> time in the world it, it helps you know it certainly helped, it helps but, um, yeah. but yeah it didn't have to be it was still nice to watch yeah. and gave you good feelings and that's always a good thing <laughs> regardless of what's happening in the world <laughs> we can always use yep. more good feelings so yeah this has been fun so i, I do appreciate you as well um well, we are excited for you to f- follow us to the tent. But until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Strange TCast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Stranger TCast. And you can email us at StrangerThingsCastPod at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the TV Time app. And you can find Strange Indeed and some other great podcasts at podcastica.com. And if you haven't already, please go out and leave a review for Strange Indeed on Apple Podcasts. And so what are you doing after Bly Manor? Do you know? Or should I not even ask that? Because <laughs> well, it's usually an announcement kind of a thing. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> made a formal announcement. I guess it's okay to say it. I don't know. Will, do you think I'll jinx it if I say Because I haven't made an announcement. You tell me. Oh, yeah, oh I do know. You, yeah, yeah, you I know. Is it actually happening? You're not sure yet? Oh, it's Maybe happening. Just I just tease. haven't. I haven't. I think we could tease. But I haven't made a formal. It's happening. Um, oh, well, then yeah, you should say it. Okay. It's great. Yeah, well, so we do have, once we finish Blind Manor next week, um, Pake and I are going to cover, um, since we're on a Mike Flanagan kick uh, with Blind Manor, we're going to cover um, Dr. Sleep. And then uh, that's going to take us into the next week, the week of, um, oh, it's December 17th, the miniseries for the remake of The Stand. Um, nice. I think that's so cool. You guys are covering that. Well, it's not on Netflix, right? It is not on Netflix. It is on CBS all access. And I'm actually covering that, um, with our mutual friend, Ben, Ben Beck Beck. of the next level podcast network, Mm -hmm. who also does, uh, the lost revisited podcast. That's a co-production with podcastica and he's great. Yeah. Ben is great. You guys, I'm really excited for this. I mean, it's not on Netflix, but it's worth it because it's Stephen King. It's The Stand. Hopefully it'll be great. And uh, yeah, you guys are going to be great together. So I'm really, yeah, Stephen King. What could be better? Yeah, it's it's totally right up our alley. It it, it When we started talking about it, 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 it just kind of um, evolved into, well, let's just release it on Strange Indeed um, because I think We'll, we'll have it a, fits. It yeah. does fit. We we do a lot of Stephen like King. Like Stranger Things takes so much from Stephen King. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be doing that with Ben. Um, Pake will also be showing up on some episodes. So Good. Pake's not going away or anything like that. Um, but it was just kind of a, a a 
fun little project that Ben and I decided to do, and it just kind of evolved um, in, into this. So that's how we're doing it. Paik will, will be joining us for a couple of those. So if you enjoy Paik, he's not going away. Um, but yeah, hopefully. I enjoy Paik. Paik is awesome. Pig is awesome. So, um, so yeah, I'm glad that he has agreed to uh, help us out with, with some of that coverage because I think it'll be really great. So, yeah, that, that uh, starts December 17th. I have no idea when we're releasing it yet or anything like that. I don't know a schedule since they're releasing it. That's a Thursday. So I'm not really sure. Is it all... It's weekly, right? It's weekly, from what I hear. That's cool. Yeah, so that, that'll be different. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a little bit different than um, some, of, at least from Netflix. Some of the Hulu shows will do weekly. Um Weekly releases. And Bake Off, I guess. And Bake too, Off yeah, does. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm excited. So hopefully um, everyone sticks around for that. What You guys are still covering The Mandalorian on House Podcastica, right? You guys want to... <laughs> now we decided to stop. Oh, I get it because it it's sucks. Like, eh. it's, not, it's kind of a downer. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's been great. And and we're um, wrapping up Walking Dead. Yeah. The spinoffs are, are you know, going on hiatus and... And I'm done with Bake Off, so it'll just be Mandalorian. I'm kind of excited to have a little bit of a you, you need a break a break in my schedule. But we do a Walking Dead cast biweekly when Walking Dead's not in the air, and we just I mean on the air, and then we just like pick horror movies and stuff like that to cover. I want to cover Fight Club somewhere and <gasps> figure out where to cover that. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. Damn. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Mandalorian's just amazing this season, so we're we're happy about that. Yeah, I'm glad season two was not a, a bummer of a season. It's been mm-hmm. really great so far. I don't want to hope hopefully better, jinx it, but um, but yeah, it's been <laughs> so much fun and really excited for for y'all's coverage on there. And I'm sure it'll be refreshing though to kind of wind down to just um, you know, a, a couple of fewer podcasts <laughs> not as busy. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> for a little while, you get a little bit of a break, so that's good. <laughs> Well, yeah, hopefully everyone goes out and checks out um, those podcasts as well. All right. That is our show. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to our coverage for this season. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, this yeah. was a little bit of a departure from what we normally do. I know it was a little different. People were probably going, did I just hear you guys right? You're covering a, a baking show. Um, <laughs> but we've had really great reception to it. I appreciate everyone um, being open to it um because it was a little bit different so thank you everyone for listening i you know what we should do next time if we cover it next season Mm -hmm. is um just to satisfy people who like dark and twisty stuff we should make up something really fucked up that happens each week okay in the episode we should like one of the you know one of the contestants shoved a profiterole down someone else's pants or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's, we'll let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, until next time, I'm Rima. And I'm Jason. <laughs> On your marks. <laughs> Get set. Bake. <laughs> and I'm Derek. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't change that. Did I? <laughs>